As always, to be able to come to you wherever we're being heard, we want you to do, before we go any further, we want you to do us a great favor, and that is to subscribe, hit that button, and comment. Give us your comments, the topics that you would like to hear. Uh, put them in the comment section, and we're not going to guarantee that we're going to talk about them, but we will look at them, and we will choose topics from there to bring to you. We are so grateful to be able to come to you in our prayers as always, that you and yours is doing well, highly favored and blessed of the almighty Yahweh. Mm -hmm. We pray that you're healed, amen, and that your hearts are healed. And even though you may be going through, we come to let you know that no matter what you're going through, he's gonna bring us out of that. Yes. We're so grateful to have with us, as always, our co-host, Elder Leonard K. Scott. And as always, it is a pleasure to be here with you Dr. Davis and Elder Candice. And we have Elder Candice Jean Merritt with us. <laughs> Good afternoon to you, Bishop Davis, the anointed man of Yahweh, and Elder Scott, anointed man of Yahweh. Man, I, we, we, we're just so excited. <laughs> There's so much going on, and I tell you, it is so much uh, in the world. We're not going to talk politics today. We don't want to waste our time with a lot of stuff that's unnecessary. We want to bring you information that you sh we think you should know, even if you know already. But we, we just want to open the floor and we're just going to talk to Elder Scott and Elder Candace and see just where we're headed from there. So sit back, relax, and if you're driving, please keep your head on the wheel mm -hmm. and keep looking forward. To the side, make sure you don't run into anyone <laughs> as we take you on a journey. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can wait. We can wait. So, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yes, this is going to be open discussion. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Well, um, I just like to talk about Jesus has arrived a little earlier than we thought. Oh, I thought I was the only one seeing that, and I know so, I hadn't uh, drank a glass of wine. That video. So, uh, yeah, that uh, video. That one. That one was, that and Mary. was amazing. And Mary, that's an interesting story there. <laughs> and he was white. Yeah. Who knew? His girlfriend was white, too. White, too. Period. Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. Man. I'm wondering, did they have any connections with the Little House on the Prairie? That's what it looked like. It do. Like they well, got, he favored to me. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what's his name that took the, his whole church to Africa? Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Jones. Just his whole makeup uh -huh. to me. No, looked, no, looked no, like no. the Jim Jones. Jim Jones looked <laughs> much better than that. This one looked like. No, he had know, a mullet. He looked like he came what? out. I think he had like a mullet. Yes. You know, I think they lived in a trailer park. Well, she know. was dressed like um. Rebecca. Well, yeah. On Sunday, Brooklyn. She but there was Jesus, and it's Mary. He truly believed that he was Jesus. Still, does. and his woman was Mary Magdalene. Her name is Mary Magdalene. I didn't read that part of the Bible. Yeah, the, the girlfriend. I, I didn't that. know that he had a girlfriend. I missed that. See, but I can I'm not surprised with the way the whole subliminal messages are laid out now. I'm not. 
I'm not surprised that he didn't come with a girlfriend. I'm surprised he didn't come with a wife, two little children, and a white picket fence and a dog called Spot. Man. I'm not I wouldn't be surprised. Because that's maybe who they're going to accept. But my Bible didn't tell me that he had none of that. Not at all. You know, he was a son, and in him being the son, he was on a mission. He wasn't coming with no girlfriend. And Mary Magdalene was never... Mary Magdalene was his sister. Exactly. Or was it his auntie? I think that was his aunt. His auntie. auntie. I think it was his aunt. Yeah, we went yeah. through the lineage, but... Well, that's on, why I asked you, Calvary, well, who was she? He introduced Mary, not as his mother. Mm -mm. You know, so therefore, she wasn't even... And it was Mary and... Uh, Mary and Martha, Martha yes. that went to the sepulchre uh, early first day morning, but I don't know. I saw well, was he too. the second Jesus? Is he the second coming? Well, yeah, they say. I guess. That, that's what the I guess is what he's proclaiming, yeah, they, yeah. basically. Mm. Yeah. He's walking the earth. He's walking. He's walking. Now, now, I mean, it, it's a little bit over the top. A in, little bit? In this, well, the reason why I say <laughs> a little bit is because... <laughs> We he has the ability to do it, the father does. Of course, but I just don't know. You know, I just can't get this in my head that he's coming. He, he you know, not to sit on the couch and be interviewed. No, right. he's I don't not. think not that's with a girlfriend how either. Yeah, uh, not with a girlfriend because he's not coming he's not with, with, with a girlfriend, girlfriend yeah. that'll take attention off with, of him. He's not coming with a relationship it, it, anyway. Like mm -hmm. period. No. <laughs> so unless it's trying to have one with you. Exactly. His relationship is already established with the father. That is his relationship. Mm -hmm. And then coming to us as an example was the only established our relationship with, with the, the father. With the father, exactly. absolutely. Exactly. So having a girlfriend on a talk show being interviewed would definitely distract him because well, he, he told the men and whoever to follow him. Mm -hmm. so And to leave who they was with. Yes, so why so that would was he it. contradict himself and have somebody if he told them to leave? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of... And her bad. dress was a little too short, probably. <laughs> so... His dress? Her dress. Her dress. <laughs> oh, I didn't see her dress. Yeah, she was dressed like... Who? Rebecca. Rebecca. Of, of <laughs> Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. She did. I thought it was funny. The interview day was like, oh, can you turn this water into wine? He was like, well, actually, I didn't turn water into wine. <laughs> he, did, he did say that was a myth. He did say that was a myth. Oh, man. It was funny. It was quite funny. He's talking about he didn't have his powers yet. He didn't have his powers? Basically, yeah. He was like, I, I have to grow into them. Oh, wow. Right. But he's serious. Yeah. It, you got to grow into them. I don't the know if any yeah, of you out said, there seen it on your Facebook, but there's an actual man that says that he is Jesus Christ. And uh, they actually, he had an interview with some reporters. And his girlfriend is Mary Magdalene, just so you know what we're talking about. I was outdone when I first saw it, but then I'm not, I wasn't, I, I was just, I said, I said, Father, your son never did tell us that he had a girlfriend. Not once. Not once did he tell us. No, because he's, he's not on that. And, and he, 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 oh, anyway, that that is a subject I don't want to touch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A deep subject. That is a deep subject. That, that's a well of a subject. That's a and sign and a wonder. Yeah, it is. You know, but anyway, everybody should be happy now. Jesus is walking the earth. Yeah, we're walking, you know, and he's being interviewed. And they're really happy because he has a girlfriend. Yes, 
being interviewed and so all the world is gonna go towards him and somebody's gonna follow oh yeah if somebody follow anybody mm -hmm. definitely somebody's definitely gonna yeah. follow what else you know this morning i heard and i don't want to talk about no news but i did hear that da, da, da. one of the republicans is getting ready to leave the republican party because of how they did with uh, Texas, the, no, that and with uh, the insurrection, mm. the riot on the sixth of January, and and I listened to him this morning briefly, and he was saying that when they joined in with Trump, with preventing Trump from being uh, indicted, he said it was just more than he could handle, mm. so he's departed from uh, his party, his Republican Party and he's going to be independent. There's going to be a lot of people that's going to depart from that Republican Party mm -hmm. because that Republican Party are demons. It's, they, they're angry for no reason. They really don't want to help anybody, mm -hmm. nobody but themselves. You know, and you did see that Ted Cruz, um, mm, mm -hmm. he got his stuff caught on camera because he was trying to, with Texas and all that they've been going through, he was trying to go to Cancun trying now he went well yeah you're right what he tried to do is make it sound like his it heart his... came start beating again and he came back and he tried to blame it on his kids he, and it was he like, did that, that's, that's what he did he that's really what he did he, he used him as an excuse like oh why don't we go to cancun the kid the kids wanted to go to cancun so i couldn't say no to my kids nah, that's exactly that's what all he's trying to do oh, I no. cop out you know and, and that just takes me to uh, it's so many things that put us into, um, I don't know, it, it just, it blows me away that we're not using our head and when we look at even the Republican Party, um, when we look at them, uh, all, all politics is, is, a, is a lie mm -hmm. and it has its, its sneakiness, whether it be Republicans or Democrats, mm -hmm. but those Republicans now they truly have been unable, and they're not even trying to cover up to make themselves even look like they yeah. care. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They really do not care. They are just hideous, and and they're 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 more concerned about their political stand yeah. than using their power in office to help people. So why would we vote for them? You well, know. They they did. That's why he's in office. <laughs> well, no, no, that's, no, no, no. that's the reason why it. They didn't vote Republican this time. They they did re, they did vote Republicans in some states and put some of them back in office. But when you really look at these Republicans, they are they are beyond what you can imagine. For people that have any dignity or respect for themselves, you know, and and even though we have to have opposites. Uh, and, and, and you have to have a side to disagree with the other side. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to things to help people in crisis, both sides should come together and see the need. Mm -hmm. And when you have people that don't see the need, even in the midst of crisis, those people are people you cannot trust. Mm -hmm. You can't trust none of them anyway, but, you know, there you go with that. They just remind me of serial killers. Um, they've gotten away with so much. And so... They don't know, I think, uh, believe they don't even know how to stop. They don't yeah. know what, they just so heartless and they've been that way so long and it's probably just their character, period. So you don't think nothing is wrong with you. 
when somebody else is telling you that, mm -hmm. you know, but the other person looking in can see like, oh, he's heartless. He don't even care. He's just worried about himself and uh, his family. But I don't even believe people like that are worried about their family because just think if pressure really hit them personally, mm -hmm. they probably would take their own lives because they don't know how to deal with pressure. And the reason I truly believe that is they don't have any type of heart for the people that are dealing with pressure right now. Oh, just forget it. If I don't hear about it, I don't got to know it. Don't show me. Don't this, don't that. I'm not giving anything. They don't care. Mm -hmm. They don't care. Mm -hmm. So them type of people, and I'm speaking um, solely from different documentaries I watch and people in high places that commit suicide. Mm -hmm. They don't just take their own life, but they take the life of their entire family because they believe that they are the reason that their family is striving. Mm -hmm. So they just believe that the United States is striving because of them. So now that it's Democrat and it done, this done really changed a lot of stuff because the House, the um, the uh, White House is Democrat now. So they like, oh, whatever. So they just like roaches trying to do whatever they can do, eat whatever they can eat, find whatever crumb that they can turn over. They just, the Republicans. The Republicans. Mm -hmm. They just whatever. So I knew it was bad when they when they made them promise not to put cameras inside of the uh, impeachment trial. So they couldn't, they wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to see who they really are. Mm -hmm. Because if you were really going to stand on what you're standing on, why wouldn't you, why would you care if we see you put your feet on the desk? Mm -hmm. Listen to um, music while this is going on. Read newspaper, read books. You a coward, really, in your heart. You know, so that's Ted Cruz. He went on that trip, and if he wouldn't have saw the news broadcasting him, he would have stayed longer than oh, two days. He, so. he was going to get away from mm -hmm. the tragedy. And 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 that that's what most of them do. That's why they was holding on to Trump, and they, they because they they felt that he was lining their pockets and he was making oh, he was. them mm -hmm. uh, secure in their finances. Mm -hmm. And when it went, took a turn for the opposite, it made them all panic because they looked at their dollar signs being depleted. Mm -hmm. And you know how he, how Trump did the taxes. The rich get richer and the poor gets poor. Mm -hmm. You know, and and uh, it's just it's just crazy with dealing with this. And you know, we got this twenty twenty two election coming up, and I think these are for like local uh, mm -hmm. yeah. offices. They're already like planning yeah. for uh, Trump to run. So yeah, they, what I don't know, but I was reading it that they said they was gonna put them in something. So. Like, a lot of people don't realize they, they think that it's every four years that they should get out and vote. But, no, they should vote every two and every four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the every two is not broadcasted on the news like the every four is. Mm -hmm. So you just got to know it and, you know, for yourself. And, no, every two means a lot. The judges, the uh, the teachers, um, over the, the townships, mm -hmm. just all that, the mayor, the governor. All that stuff well, really the, matters, the you know. Local is the most important it because really that's, is. that's your elect, that's where your electoral college comes from. Is your local Absolutely. votes. So if your local votes don't match up, then there you go. And <laughs> I was one of them people too. I ain't know yeah. nothing about voting it was, it because I was told, "Do not. You don't need to worry about all of that voting stuff. And that don't matter. Um, whatever your vote don't count." And you know, like mm -hmm. growing up, that's what I was told. Mm -hmm. That stuff is not true well, they, because if I thought my vote didn't count. And this is all the people thought they vote didn't count. Our president wouldn't be president right now. Uh, yeah, it, it's just not taught in school. It's that's, not. That's the problem. It's not taught. So, therefore, if it's not taught, you don't know the importance of voting. Like, for instance, it's a thin line between your vote counting and vote got counting. Because the reason why people are saying they vote didn't count was because nobody voted for the 
local votes. So therefore, the electoral college took over, which they do take over, and that helped go in. So that's the reason why your vote technically didn't count because you didn't vote every two years. Right. If you would have voted every two years, your vote does count. And the people that's saying it is the people that don't even vote. Yeah. That, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. this is, I'm not voting. It don't count anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was one. I didn't, I mean, I voted. I, I voted still. I voted still. But what really got me was the one with Trump when he won. That's what, that's what took me. And we know we weren't supposed to be talking politics, but <laughs> that, hey, that's. Hey, we here at the table. Yeah. So that, that's really what got me is like, this crap don't even work. But you, you just got to be taught. Like if, and, and it's, it's not our fault. It's more of the school system, but then again, it's not even school. So this is the black community. Period. Like mm-hmm. this is like how we don't teach each other about credit. You know what I mean? We don't, we, we don't. Yeah, exactly. We don't, nobody teaches their kid about credit, debt. They teach them about tennis shoes, games, playing ball. You know what I mean? But we don't being a man, be a man, being a woman, do whatever. But you don't do your hair, get long nails, do your nails, get uh, get getting fresh. You know that's what we're taught about that. But we're not talking talk about e- economics. Economics is what helps the country thrive. But if we don't teach our our people that, then how, how are we gonna thrive? We not thriving because of the lack of knowledge, which has been told from the beginning. People Absolutely. perish because of the lack of knowledge is what's been wrote, and it's true. We don't teach our kids none of that. We give them a device and say, there you go. Teach them ABCs, one, two, threes, and there you go. But we don't teach them the basic economics. Nope. Guns and butter is what they say, right? Yeah. Got guns and you got butter. That's true. You're the seller or you're the buyer. Like the lap, the, the tablets would be just fine with mm-hmm. the education, but every now and then, not every now and then, but once a day, a book. Have that tablet that your kid has. Mm-hmm. Have a book reading to them. I don't think nobody reads yeah. books no more. I think books are obsolete. Uh, except for me and a few of you all. Yeah. Even if it's uh, audio, you know, you know yeah. give it to you your know. kids yeah. so the audio can read to them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and I think that's an excellent thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they're going to do all these electronics, give them something on there that is going to read and put knowledge into them. Mm-hmm. Because the worst thing in the world is to have your children caught up with nothing but playing games. Yeah. And you're giving your kids... At four and five year old, seven, uh, you're giving them cell phones. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. definitely. Why and two do? to play on. Well, two, yeah. The, right. two, the phone that. don't and work. They know how to. They do. Yeah. That's scary. And you can have your phone out, and you can just have your phone out, and it's like it's something like this is like, no joke. This is a true story. You can have your phone out, and it's like this is them standing next to you. And they gotta touch. They They're ready. They, They're they, uh-huh. No, yes, yeah, serious. Yeah. It's They're like ready, your phone yeah. is here, and this is, this is them. So you just watch them to see what they gonna they do, and they just and like, everything. don't touch my phone. They just gotta do it. You know, they mm-hmm. got. They have to. It's yeah. like they are a two year old got this, and got the um, texting thumb already. Yeah. They know how to work it. But then you say, come on, let's say your alphabet. I don't wanna. You know, it's just mm-hmm. our LMNOP, QQK, LMNOP. Mm-hmm. And, like, seriously, they're, if they wise enough to know how to go to the, the button, find the, the YouTube and can't read, mm, yep. go to what they want, yep. but they don't know. Yeah, they smart. Kids they are, are extremely Electronically smart. Yeah, smart. They're intelligent. They are extremely smart. And, and it scares me because... Number one, they're absolutely lazy. Mm. You know, with all of this snow we had, 
I, I even wanted to see somebody walking down the street with a shovel, with a shovel, shovel yeah, with a shovel snow to make some money. Like, what? There was nobody. Now I did. I'm gonna go. I did see some kids outside playing it though. So like, I came. We were playing it, oh, yeah, 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 but not working. But now not I told working. Bishop. I said. First I, I said that because you used to kids being inside and stuff now. So that's why I was like, I did see. Well, that. I saw yeah. four kids <laughs> one time down the street. Yep, yep, oh, yeah. Yesterday they always, they always outside. outside. Oh, they are. They play They're cowboys <laughs> and Indians. Yep. And so at least they, they outside out doing the something. And and I admire their family yep. for letting them do that because. That keeps them creative. They're not. They, they yeah. probably never. They in a haystack. They, really no. they in a haystack. It ain't no. It's not a lot. I saw four kids, and our whole neighborhood is kids. I saw four kids on yesterday, mm-hmm. and that is it. Him, and uh, my own little uh, my guy son, he had to shovel. I said, "What's the clear?" He path? came back in, so I stood on the porch. I said, well, the clear path was <laughs> did you did you from the door to the trash can? What's going on? He said, "I made a clear path now, that way I can go out the door and go straight to the trash can or the mailbox." And so that's what he that's what he made. So I said, "Okay." So what happened was, he came in. I said, "No, what are you doing? Are you finished?" He said, "The sun was messing with my sight." That's what I thought I heard him say, but. What he said was, I found out, on, now this was on a, a one day, on the next day, I was saying, he was like, I didn't say that. He said, it was messing with my psyche. What's psyche? His psychological. His psyche. So I said, yeah, <laughs> my psyche. I said, so explain to me what you mean. Mm-hmm. I said, explain to me what you mean. He said, well, I couldn't. He said, what I had to shovel with my hand. He said, and I looked to the left, it was a lot of snow. I looked to the right, it was a lot of snow. Looked in front of me, it was a lot of snow. He said, I said, I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this mentally. Oh. And so he said he <laughs> put the shovel down and went back in the house. Oh. So oh, that wow. was even worse than sight. Yeah. He gave up well, with you, the thought of it was too. You are a good godmother. This was the next day that I found out it was oh, sight. I would have taken him out there the next day <laughs> and let his sight get psyched out. Real good, because oh I would have taken him back to the snow and said, "Well, let's complete let's complete this task right here with you picking up that shovel, learning that you and that shovel are good friends, <laughs> and if you're not, you're going to be become one with the shovel." He said, "Messing with my psyche, like mentally, wow. this is too this is too much already. I'm not even going to." Then my brother came and filled in the path. So he was like, who did this? Because he he took the, the snow he shoveled and filled the... Because um, he didn't do nothing. He was mad. Um. My brother was mad that he did that, so he filled in his path. <laughs> wow. So kids is just lazy. No, that's what it... Well, yeah, they not... They lazy. Yeah, and then they say, well, it's, you know, it's the parents' fault. But it just seemed like it's easier just to just... Then to keep yelling, I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, it's, it's just like I don't know. I don't yeah. know either. I, I, me personally, I play sports, so <laughs> that's all I can say. Like when I was growing up, I told Bishop, I was like, sir, I remember when I was growing up, the boys would leave early in the morning, excited about making money, and come back in the evening mm-hmm. with pockets of, full of money. I don't say it was full, but I was one of. <laughs> it was more than a dollar for penny candy. candy. You, know, you know, I was happy with what I had because <laughs> it was mine, and I had a paper route. I shovel snow. Mm-hmm. I try to go to the grocery store for the older people in the neighborhood because they always, they always, uh, you know, broke me off. Mm-hmm. So a nice little uh, money change, and, and I was able to wash, take my clothes to the laundromat, 
get them washed myself, pay for it. Mm-hmm. I felt important, <laughs> you know, to pay for my own clothes, then fold them, wash them, and all of that. So uh, this generation here is, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how the floor is going to get swept. I don't know how it's going to get mopped. Probably dishes, even if they use paper plates, they're not going to take them to the trash can because <laughs> they're so stuck on them video games that I don't know what's going to happen. And that's our future. Well, that's your future. Yours too, sir. No. It, it's our future. Uh-huh. The, the generation yeah. is our future. Oh, I'm a vigilante. <laughs> I am a vigilante. Yeah, that's Just bump them off. So that's our future. You got vigilante. We need take some young. Out. We need some youngsters to to fill in and help us. And they not wanting to help us. No, they not. But they are. They our future. sit back and they they have no problem. Have you ever saw somebody doing something and at least you felt guilty and, and got up and said, well, let me do something? They don't have that. Oh, no. They don't they mind gonna say, you well, doing you didn't ask everything. Me. Right. And then, you know, but anyway, you know, um, that's why I don't have any. I don't know. They lazy. Uh, yeah. I, it's a, I don't know. I don't, I don't have no kids. I tell you, I, they I, lazy I, from I, toddlers. They lazy. I, well, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying about them being lazy. I agree. I'm just saying I, it's a mixture of both. I think it's between the parents letting them do what they want to do too. I think it's a mixture of both. You know, I don't think it's all the kids because even the Bible says train the child in the way it should go. You know, they don't miss it. Need to worry. That's sure them because them bastards still go somewhere else yeah, if they so, want to go. So like me first is like I, I think every child is just different. Like I play video game stuff, but I still knew to take care of my business. Sure, and I knew if I didn't take my business, what the consequences was too. The thing I think the thing right, is, there's no consequences to a lot of kids. They don't do what they do. Like but period. No. And if, 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 if there's no consequences, why do I have to do it? They you don't see what I'm saying? Why? Saying there's, there's no. They don't and even talking back, kids police. talk back. I had I could not talk back for one second. So even if I said something like what he said, guarantee you the next day I what? Excuse me. Boom, it's over. Like, I didn't even think twice about what I said, period. I show like, just was like, oh, okay. I would my, It wouldn't be let go at that instant. You know what I mean? I so I think it's on. just, it's, it's, a, it's a, I don't know, it's a mixture. And it's, and, and, it's, and it's making them active. Like I said, I play sports. I think that played a part of me wanting to do something because even though I played games, I did stuff like wrestling and football that kept me active and moving because even physics say something that's in motion is going to stay in motion. But if I'm sitting around doing nothing, my mind may be moving and thinking, but oh, my bo- that's what's moving but, and thinking. But my body's not, so you got to train your body. To me, that's that's me. That's my perspective from me. No, that but, is good. But you got to stay active. Push them to do something. Go hoop, man. Don't hoop mean you ain't got to be the best, but go run, take a jog, lift some weights, do something, ride a bike. They don't want to do sled. Anything. They don't want to do ice anything. skate, rollerblade. I don't know. Like well, so I like, say outside for his outside, he's active. But for his inside, it's not happening. Ain't no activity going on unless it's some yeah. pushing. You know, so yeah. It's just I don't it. know. Everybody different. I don't know. No, I'm just, telling you that. I really don't think everybody is different. I think they all. If they don't have nothing in common, I think they all, for the most part, of them have that in common. Is to be absolutely lazy, uh, totally, I won't say totally, but really nice, respectfully rebellious. And uh, it's about what I want to do. And if I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. You know, and I do believe in training a child in the way it should go because if if there is no moral set, you know, and even even in... The understanding of parents, I just feel that parents 
are at a point where they're more friends to their children than they are parents. So I don't know, the discipline is not there because I even hear mothers that have children now and they don't want to whoop their kids and they don't want to tell their kids no and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And so what, what signals are you sending? Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, what signals are you sending? Mm-hmm. The reality is, is that the, 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 what, what you're putting out there is that you're bringing into and soon will be adults that won't, won't have any uh, standards at all. They're, they're going to feel like they can say anything, they can mm-hmm. do anything. And then the devastating thing is when they get in school, uh, the other children are not going to tolerate what you've allowed them to get away with. So the lesson is going to come, you know, and mm-hmm. sometimes I know it sounds bad, but sometimes when I see a child beat another child or, or hit another child, I'm kind of like saying, get them. <laughs> you betting on somebody? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying get them because I, I, I can't get them. So sometimes the best teacher is another child. It's a peer. You know, yeah. and you, it's you, a peer. That's you, true. You, you, think yeah. that, you think that you're able to always um, uh, bully because your parents mm-hmm. don't let nobody touch you. Yeah. But when you go out there in the world, yeah. they don't care who story. your parent is. Yeah. You're right. They're going to knock story. your lights out. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I hope I'm around, <laughs> That especially if I know how you are and I can't really chase and you're right, I'm going to stand back and say, get them. <laughs> Peers do teach, no matter, even like if it's three or Mm four-year-olds, it's always one or two or uh, um, three-year-old child that is just hammering on the other kids. Mm -hmm. And it takes that one kid, not even the one that they're hammering on, but another kid, Mm -hmm. to hit that kid that has been hammering back, and the other kids see it. Then they're like, oh, is that what I got to do? So you're not condoning anything, but something has to be done to stop it. And you as an adult can't go and hammer the kid. You have to just talk it out, but the talking it out doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. So when the other kid hit back, then that's when the other kids, and and you don't have a whole um, uh, brawl, but what you have is all everybody stops hitting Mm -hmm. because no one wants to get hit back. So some people will be like, oh, you shouldn't this and you shouldn't that. No, this is a part of teaching. Also, because what happens is your kid is growing up and now they're a bully. Mm-hmm. If they're three and four, it can be prevented. You can talk and then they also experience the hit back. They don't want to get hit back and it all ends. Now everybody is playing together. I think so people that's need true, to realize sir. that there, there is a need for uh, chastising. Mm-hmm. There is a strong need mm-hmm. for chastising because your child, let's, okay, we've already talked about when they go to school. But as they grow older, they're going to run across things and people that they're going to have to obey. Right. You know, the police, they're going to have to obey yeah. or else right. we're going to have a lot of more dead kids mm-hmm. in, the, in the street yeah. because they just want them to rebel. And if there is no constraints put on them from home, there's not going to be no constraints put on them in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're just going to be belligerent. They're going to be outrageous and crazy, babies everywhere. And I, I really don't know what the format of parenting is now. I don't, you know, mama and them, when I was brought up, they whoop your behind, you would, 
you wish you would pick up a phone, talk about you gonna call uh, the police or something mm-hmm. like that. They they would say go ahead and call them. You know, yep. tell them to bring the undertaker too with them because by <laughs> time the police get here, you gonna be dead. You know, and, and it's just how it was. You know, and and as much as I had that type of, uh, I didn't have a lot of whoopings. My father whooped me more than anything, but uh, I didn't. I don't think I've turned out bad. I, I I grew up with morals. I grew up with integrity. I I knew how to clean. I knew how to cook. Mm-hmm. I even knew how to sew. I knew how to take care of what was mine, and I knew how to respect others for what was theirs. And and I, it wasn't all about me. Even coming up, it wasn't all about me. My grandmother made sure that I knew that it wasn't about me. I see some of you all, but people now, it's all about them. Mm-hmm. You know. So when it's all about you, the ultimate is is that you don't care what you do to the other person. You don't care how you mistreat them. You don't care how you act towards them. You don't care what you do to them, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I was raised where I considered other people's feelings because I was always told what you put out is coming back, mm-hmm. you know. And it is the mm-hmm. truth. It is coming back. They don't teach that now, I don't think, you know, mm-hmm. uh, among um, this generation, you know. Um, I, uh, one of our young ladies here, she had, uh, I counted something to talk about, a 17-year-old young lady that is, is a, uh, untouched young lady, mm-hmm. and she's in the house of prayer, you know, and, and I, I just pray, I'm sure, and she works and, and everything, you know, these are the things that need to be implemented in our, our this generation, our young people. If we want our kids to come close, anywhere close to doing anything worthwhile, uh, we, we've got to start it at home. Mm-hmm. And the video game is not it. Mm-hmm. That is not the answer. Matter of fact, I wish they would abolish video games altogether because as much as some people can play it a little bit, there's people that are so engulfed that it's their life, their world, and their affairs. You know, and you see people, you know, you can imagine what the spine of the neck, back and neck is going to be in, mm. the, in the future because mm-hmm. this is all they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is all they do. And they bow their heads. They are on devices. And they never look up. Mm-hmm. They never look up, so they're not going to know that there's a world out there that is just waiting for them to take their spot in it. They're going to be just hooked up, hung up, and caught up in all of these technology things. And, and it's, it's going to get worse. They're coming out with more stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, in a minute, because of all this pandemic and stuff, they're going to have, and they probably already do, virtual sex. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. are going to be able to do that because as much as they're saying the numbers are decreasing, the connection and the, the interaction it's still the same. You're not supposed to have contact with people mm-hmm. because of. So eventually, they're, they're going to eventually uh, get into an area where it's going to They be might already, I think they already have virtual sex, and that's pornography. So oh, yeah, well, yeah. That, yeah. you know, you don't have to wait for whatever the newness come where the woman, maybe, I don't know. Well, they're CUS selling the dolls. Or whatever, but. You know they're selling the dolls, right? 
Well, yeah. Well, the dolls, the dolls, yeah. I mean, for no, for real. Well, I watched a documentary have, in the different countries. They they have the real they life treat dolls. Them, yes, yeah. lifestyle. Like yeah. it's so interesting. They, they, they like real, like, real, look real. like real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they go. Yes, I saw the man. That was His really wife interesting. Had the men upstairs sitting on the couch. They was dressed in different things. Mm-hmm. Some even had like police uniforms on and crossed legs and everything. And he had downstairs the young girls, cheerleaders, and dressed up as nurses and all of that and they were actual dolls and he was excited because he was on the camera saying I got a surprise don't tell no, don't tell her but the surprise was for his doll the surprise was for her it was another male no, life size no. doll with, oh. a, with a bigger penis for the for a live woman or the for his wife a live woman oh okay yeah I saw it yeah. We watched a documentary about that. They spend thousands of dollars on them, and they take them to the doctor. Not, not the doctor like we would go to, but the doll doctor. And I mean, it's real life. They ride in a car, and the seatbelt is on, and when they send them out. I guess you don't have to worry about your feelings or your heart getting broken. That's exactly what one of the men said. Yeah, she don't, he, they asked him. They don't talk back. Yep. She, he said, well, what is your favorite part of it? I don't mind him talking back. I just she don't said, want to hurt my heart or my feelings. You ain't got to worry about that either. No. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about he that either. He said she doesn't talk back. He said he makes sure she's beautiful, she's well taken care of, she eats, and all of that kind of stuff. Now, she don't actually eat, but she sat at the dinner table with him with her plate. And, I mean, he says she's not fake. Hey, that's what he like. He said that the real, the, the real woman wasn't working out. They talk back too much. So he has saw that online, and he invested in it, and he loves it. Wow. So and they have guests, and he opened up his closet, and there were the other guest women. No men. And then we, had, um, we saw one with a man, and he had male dolls. So, like... They do. You write down on your application what you want, right? And right, the people, yes, the and people bring it to life. Si- if it's a male doll, you give them the size of the penis. Of, that you of want. everything, you yes. Know. The hair, the I was like, are you Blonde kidding me? and brunette, and I, I haven't seen any black ones yet. No, because no. they was like foreigners yeah. and stuff like that. So I haven't seen. They might. Well, they're banned. It's banned. I wouldn't doubt it. Banned, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't doubt it. That, top, that type of, um, dang, I forget what they called them. They have a name. But it's banned here in the States. For now. Yes. So it's. Well, the dolls are. Those type. Like, they got blow-up ones. But, no, those are not blow-up. Those are not balloon. They're mm. like silicone. Silicone, yeah. Right. All right. So they're banned here in the United States. Well, you know they're talking about robots. Oh, they already oh, been working probably, on that since I'm like thinking, Tokyo, Japan. They've been talking about. Yes. They've been, yeah, they've been. They've been in in like Japan. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody be riding around with a robot after a while. If they'd be in Possibly, trouble, yeah. I'm thinking with a robot. Well, unless uh, everything is a robot. It, I hope that. that, that <laughs> I hope that's not robotic. That squeeze is not robotic <laughs> because somebody's gonna be in trouble if that squeeze do not let up, and it keeps locking in. You are gonna be speaking in tongues. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to be speaking in another language. Mm, you'll be screaming. <laughs> uh, you'll be screaming Absolutely out soprano screaming. pitch. <laughs> Help me, please. Mm. Help me, please. I tell you. You'll be screaming like Smokey All Friday. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yesterday, I tell you, we had such a beautiful <laughs> service yesterday. Um, I really, I really uh, been rehashing over the message uh, on yesterday's Sabbath service, and really begin to think about that word, and especially the book that has been circulating on Facebook, "How to Make a Negro uh, Christian." Mm -hmm. That book really took me there. Me too. <clears throat> and then yet, it didn't take me there in surprise mm -hmm. because everything that is being done, we have, better yet, they have been so programmed that it, it's it's fully here. They've, they've succeeded in making a Negro Christian mm -hmm. because they have succeeded in keeping Negroes in slavery. Yeah. There's a lot of people saying, I'm not a slave. But then look, look at some of so many things that have gotten us so locked in. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't know. What do y'all think about that? I just, it's a, when it took me, well, when I read it, I was like, wow. And the wow came from not the, the um, uh, the uh, title, but that that's why I, I see a lot of people saying that's why they don't believe in, in um, God or they don't believe in Jesus or they don't go to church and not one man who was a preacher can tell them or preach to them this word. It's because they have it all mixed up mm -hmm. and not even understanding that their mix up is the slavery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because how to make a Negro a Christian is is exactly what you said and you made it so plain how why would they even say how um think that they have to make somebody a christian if they already was created to be uh, uh already is a creation of yahweh mm -hmm. but you said it you have to make something because you're trying to change it or, or or put it in the way you want it to be and that's exactly what they did mm -hmm. and it's history they they use the the strongest person on on the um in the um, slave quarters, was, which was a man. The strongest black man is the one who carried the Bible, the only one that could be the preacher. And what he preached is, obey your master. Mm -hmm. What well, he, he preached, preached is, what the white man told him. gave him permission. However, it was him, it's, it, exactly told him. To. Right, because in the Bible, it tells you that you need to obey the lands of the law of the lands mm -hmm. and um, your, um, and your, your mas earthly masters. masters. But right. what they did is, to make a Negro a Christian, they made the, the black man say it, obey your master. That's the white man up on the hill. Um, do as I tell you to do, and you shall receive the gift of eternal life. Mm -hmm. They pointed that towards the master. You know, so now people is black people mainly is like, I'm not following that. That's the white man's book. That's the this, that's the that. No, what the white man did was use the book that was given for inspiration and reproof and correction to to uh, control you. Exactly. So I believe I do know that part, and I also believe that the Bible was written by men. However, it was by written by men that was inspired. Mm -hmm. It was written by a man, mm -hmm. and it was inspired by men that experienced the miracles and the and, and the the um, joys and the walk of the Messiah and the prophets and things like that. So I just tell Yahweh, thank you because I could too be mixed up in my mind and saying that book was written by men. It is written by men, mm -hmm. but you have to also keep going. It was written by men, and it was written of men that was inspired. Mm -hmm. You know, so of exactly. course it was written by men. Paul didn't write the book. Yeah. 
Messiah didn't write the book. Yahshua didn't write the book. Yahweh didn't write the book. Like we know that, but don't get it twisted. The slaves did what they what they had to, to do. do. We're told to do. Because if I was a slave, sir, and, and Elder Scott, I wouldn't raise when my son was born into the, the, the slavery, I wouldn't have raised him saying, I too would have raised him and said, Look, boy, don't try to run. Don't try to run. I would have said that. I would have had the mind of a slave mother. Don't go over there stealing that stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't try to read. You know, you wait till I say it's time to read. I would have raised him in the same way. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I wouldn't want to see my son hanging from a tree. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to see his limbs being cut off. None of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So their mothers and their fathers did exactly what they were supposed to do. And then you had some rebellious slaves that was like, I know mama said it, but I'm running. It got to yeah. be better than this. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to definitely find that book. I've been looking, and I ain't see it on YouTube. I ain't saw it on the um, Kindle or none of that, but it's somewhere because I want to see what's in the inside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is a uh, reprogramming, uh, a programming of uh, black people uh, to get them converted as they have already. Mm -hmm. You know, I, the book is... Uh, I, I would like to get it and read it too for history's sake. Mm -hmm. uh, the truth of the matter is is that the process of the contents of the book has already taken place mm -hmm. because the black nation has been so predominantly pro reprogrammed that then their only way of escaping is to attack things that would, would lead them out of it and give them the standard and the stand in uh, their lives, in their world, in their affairs. So the ultimate is is that even in the midst of uh, them saying that they don't want to go to church and they don't want uh, to follow any man, I think that just becomes uh, a, a savage mentality mm -hmm. because uh, you have been programmed and out of nowhere you woke up and saw all what you were doing was a program, mm -hmm. so you go into a savage mentality to where you no longer want anybody to lead you. Mm -hmm. And you do need to be led because if not, you are as a nomad. Mm -hmm. you, you, you're just drifters. Mm -hmm. You're just mm -hmm. out there to and fro. So you, you're, not really, uh, you're not really being led anywhere. You're not really going to accomplish anything because the word told us to be wise as serpents and homeless as doves. So the reason why we're not getting anywhere like we should get there is because we're not applying wisdom. You know, we're applying our bodies. Uh, we're using them greatly. We're, we're applying our, our attitudes, our opinions, and all of that, but we're not unifying to get out of a place into the place that was promised for us. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like Canaan. Uh, the Canaan land, Israel in the wilderness wandered 40 years in the wilderness. However, the truth of the matter was, is is that they were right at Canaan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they were so stuck on themselves that uh, they did not, uh, they did not even realize mm -hmm. if they had a look to the left of them or to the right, Canaan was right there, mm -hmm. yeah. but they were so blind and scattered. Yeah. And this is what's going on now. Everybody's so blind and scattered that they rather fight against their freedom mm -hmm. because they have so much accepted 
and have made themselves so programmed into or they have become that that Christian that that book was trying to make mm -hmm. and now you know it's it's a battle to get them to see we were programmed to do this mm -hmm. you know when, when they hear me talk about the Sabbath in my message and very strongly because I am very strong in it and I believe it with everything in me nobody brought me to it uh, I did not go in a nomadic uh, way far as just I'm not going to church nobody's gonna tell me when I found out what I was doing versus what I am doing but the integrity of me made me want to learn what it was and is that I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Now, I see very clearly that this that I have been doing was not the plan of the Father. So instead of me saying, I'm not going to do any of it, I said, okay, mm -hmm. then, not wanting to, not even thinking about it, he led me right into what his plan was. Mm -hmm. Then I had to go through the struggle of making the change, but it was so much real in me that I was willing to make the change, and I just didn't want to go out there and freelance it because freelancing it is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not it's not a good thing. So I don't know. I really I when I, when I looked at that book, you know, and I, I see so many people. The battle is really rough, and 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 it's because he never gave us Sunday. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest. He never gave us Sunday. Sunday was and is never the seventh day of the week. Mm -hmm. And it never will be. It is the first day of the week. Period. But, and, and, and to show how we've been mesmerized and bamboozled, they gave us heroes on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the excuses for Sunday morning worship, Sunday worship. Well, he really didn't rise on on Sunday morning. He rose at the ending of the Sabbath. Mary and Martha got there, as you all very well know. They got there to the sepulchre early Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. But the argument is, I think a lot of people, I don't think, I know a lot of people know the truth of this, but it's like, instead of me knowing the truth to the point of me making change, I'll just remain who I am and okay, then every day is the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. So here we are again, back in a compromised situation, and that falls right in the category of the title of the book, How to Make a Negro a Christian. Make him compromise. Mm -hmm. Make him compromise. Mm -hmm. yeah, because if you all get the truth of the Sabbath, then you're going to get the truth of the feast days. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to yes. come away from Christmas. Hopefully. Then I you, can't even say that. Yeah, Because it's, it's, it's denominations that keep the do, Sabbath, yeah, but still do, do the holidays. So can't, we can't, we can't, we can't even say but that. But some of the holidays they keep, some they don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everybody yeah. just pick and choose. Well, I would hope that they would get it to the point that they would yes. even start investigating yeah. the feast days versus the holidays. I yes. And I think, this is my personal opinion, it's all holidays in general. Because all holidays... For the most part, have some type of negative or evil background to it. Halloween, of course, and then you have uh, Thanksgiving. Even though we use the excuse, let's be honest, we use the excuse of Thanksgiving being a day to give thanks. But really, it was really a day of a massacre to the the the, the indigenous people, to the yeah. Indians. 
But we celebrate it. You see how wrong that is? To me, that's to mm-hmm. me that's totally wrong. We celebrating a day that really was a day of uh, of betrayal. But mm-hmm. we say, oh, we should give thanks. You know, to me that's, that's, that's the same. True. That's, to me that's the same exact thing than me celebrating Christmas and saying, well, I'm not celebrating and saying it's because he 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 it's his birthday. I'm just giving gifts because I want to. It's the same thing to me. It's the exact the same, same way thing. with the Fourth of July. Exact same the thing. That was July a day they hung. They hung black never people. Never a day yeah. for uh, us to. Mm-mm. And what we do is barbecue and hey, yeah. and come on over and all of that. It was never our day, and uh-huh. I do agree with you on that because uh, when you come out of out of it, he brings you out of it, and that means every holiday. Now the thing is, is that right now we mean nothing to society. Right. We're just a little pin in a huge, a uh, uh, huge old haystack. But those are the ones haystack. that are seen, because well, you see my those point in there. Is, my point is, when they start hearing people mm-hmm. starting to talk, mm-hmm. then they're going to come at us because number one, when people start seeing the truth they're not going to start buying for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to hit the economical Economy. world. Mm-hmm. Then that's going to hit the political arena. Yeah. Then it's going to be a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to do that. They're going to work to put uh, you back into slavery. Mm-hmm. Because above and beyond yeah, yeah. anything, the biggest financial supporters in the economy is your black and brown people. Oh, yeah. Especially Sad to yeah. say they buy because they're not thinking about saving. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about passing on passing like that, on yeah. anything. I'm not either, really. I may pass on a little <laughs> bit, but I don't, I'm not going to pass on to make somebody else's life real well, comfortable. Well, I, I used to think the same way. I told you, I told you to think the same way. Uh, use it but, now. But the Sir, re- use it now. The reason why I get I get why they say to pass on now like I did not think the same way I'm like man I'm not, I'm not gonna be here forever might as well get rid of it all right <laughs> but I get why they say it because the reason why other races are able to stay so high tiers because they do pass on even even if those children whoever they give it to may abuse it or something like that they passed on something to where they may not even just to make them stable but future generations stable that's so why they that's so why they it's continued exactly because they're not passing on wealth in order to pass on wealth to make it easy for them but they're passing on for future generations to come just like we pass on the word for example we pass on the word for future generations to prosper off that same word to grow it's the same thing with that so i understand because you're like i'm not passive and ungrateful nothing however it has to you should we should want to build our community up in some way that hopefully they don't but because we don't know people mature people grow you know Donated to charity in the community. I mean, you can do that too. You can do that too. But it's just making like fam, like reason why black family society in general is the reason why we're not growing the way we should grow is because we're not passing our wealth on. We're growing it. It it it, I I do agree. I do agree, but I won't say but however, there are so many of them when somebody dies, the first thing they do is start arguing. Yeah. Where are the money? Who's getting the money? Then whoever gets the money, they either went and bought them a car, they gone and spent all the money on hair and nails, <laughs> and that's as far as that money's going. I do understand what yeah. you're saying, and I do agree that we need to strengthen our community, and passing it on does strengthen it, definitely. But we also, in the process of, before we have to pass it on, or mm-hmm. it has to be passed on, we need to 
energize our people and train them mm. so they can take what you leave and do something with it. And that's why I was going to say that goes hand in hand. That's exactly what I was going to That goes back into training our people about economics. It goes all in the same. It's like all in the same ballpark. Because you don't, example, like you just said, you don't want to give somebody something they just going to blow on hair and nails. But if you teach them about the basic economics of how to handle what you got and what you get, the importance of investing, care, credit, buying a house, renting a house, leasing, written to own like all them different things like that could make a difference because just giving somebody something that's ignorant of course they're gonna abuse it they're gonna abuse it they're gonna blow it if you're not if you're ignorant to the fact of how to make your own to grow or to manage something is you're gonna blow it you're going to uh misuse it you're gonna do that because you're ignorant to the fact of how important it is of what you got instead of building upon that or even taking the risk to build something invest in something of your own you know usually because when black people pass they leave their people debt and when black people pass they have to do all kind of stuff to even bury the person that's passed uh-huh. because the people do not even think that they need and i'm gonna tell you this is the truth this is the truth it took me to say yes to the father mm-hmm. to become wise in the knowledge that i had Mm-hmm. I had knowledge because they told me a lot of stuff. Well, one particular man and and things like that. However, I didn't I just had it. Right. But when I came into the ministry and Bishop would talk as a as a a mother, a father, a uh, uh, um a wise man that we call grandfathers, but just as mm-hmm. a wise man teach through the word, teach from the word. Uh, the meanings of the word, the meaning behind the word, opening up more to me. I'm like, oh, that's what they said that for. That's why they said this. Mm-hmm. So the people taught me, but they only taught me what they knew, and that was just A. Right. But they didn't go into what it meant. Maybe they didn't know or what I should do with it. Maybe they haven't ever experienced Maybe it. Maybe got hearsay. You know, yeah. so now I'm just I'm, I'm learning things. You know mm-hmm. how to use knowledge um, and how to um, obtain wisdom by asking and mm-hmm. not thinking that you know. And when you learn something, don't talk about it as you found it yourself. Mm-hmm. But but um, in school, what they say, reference your site, yep. your source, and things like that. So the whole thing about it is I thought that it was ignorant to get um, – uh, um, life insurance. Uh-huh. I see. Yeah. Because you don't talk about death because it's a jinx. That's what I was taught. When you talk about death, you jinxing yourself. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. You should talk about death. It's inevitable that it's going to happen. When you don't talk about it, of course it's going to, no matter if you know about it or what, it's going to sting you like no sting ever in life. Mm-hmm. However, when you talk about it, then you can take care of your business. Right. So when your mommy passed away, you don't have to figure out how you're going to bury her. Exactly. Because you have insurance. If you pass away, you don't leave the burden of how you're going to get Talk it. somebody so, else. What, yeah. Yes, because yeah. what I experienced is as soon as somebody pass away, mm-hmm. you have to go the very next day to take care of their business. Yo. So when you go to take care of their business, it's easy mm-hmm. until the funeral director start asking you how much money you have. Yep. And then you don't have anything. So now you can't even mourn because now you got to worry about how you're going to bury mama. Yep. And then your people who was just fussing with you, it's going to sit around. Mm-hmm. Now they quiet, yep. mute. Everybody mute. Nobody's talking. Yeah. So now go, you know, mama told you. You know, so get life insurance. Get life insurance. That's an investment. Yes, it may be investing, you think, in your death because you're not leaving the burden of the people that's going to have to take care of you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 
we are we 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 as a people sometimes can be ignorant, and you know it's just now to uh, the defense of the older uh, blacks that. They had insurance policies, some of them. If they didn't get screwed over. But then yeah, they, 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 it, it just took, they did not read the fine print. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when it was time to cash in, the policy wasn't worth what they thought. Mm. And then it is a thing that when you've had a policy so long mm -hmm. and that policy is paid off, Believe it or not, it depreciates. Mm -hmm. So they don't know that. Yep. Mm -hmm. And when you, when they die, <laughs> and you got that policy, mm -hmm. then you go to cash it in. They saying with pleasure, mm -hmm. this is what it's worth. Mm. You know. So you know, uh, I think we put a lot of money in the ground yeah. that we really should not have to, or shouldn't do. But you know, who who can tell somebody? how to put somebody away, but mm -hmm. tens of thousands of dollars to put somebody in a hole to throw dirt over them. You know, the Muslims do it the right way. Mm -hmm. They don't do it but wrap you in a sheet. They don't even embalm you. They turn your body to the east for the service and then they drop you in the hole. Mm -hmm. No casket or nothing. Mm -hmm. Just naked in that sheet because they said we ha cannot prevent the body from doing what it was designed mm -hmm. to do. That's and right. that was to decay and go back to the earth. Mm -hmm. That's so, right. Because it's going to do it in they a casket. They do not put no money in it. Yes, it is. It's going to yeah. do it All in that a, money you put in regardless. that casket is going to go back to, you regardless. may have long hair. I don't know. I think your <laughs> that's hair, all that's in your, your teeth and your grow, skull. And <laughs> your it. teeth and your skull. Yep. That's about it. But, uh, that's true. So, you know, anyway, anyway, we, we, we uh, you know, I just, in, in that message yesterday, I really, I really uh, uh, wanted to, you know, I felt the need for us to really open up our understanding a little bit more, and and even on the economical scales, we need a lot of work done on that. But I think spiritually, that is our first start. Mm -hmm. Myself, because there's a lot of people that that are on that that's on the wrong day and mm -hmm. doing the wrong ways, and they have money. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, I I just think that sometimes people need to really stop and see what they're doing as a race of people and how they're doing one another. And one thing that we definitely need to stop doing is to come against one another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the challenge is not out there because we are becoming the, 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 the uh, crawdads in the bucket. Mm -hmm. and that is when one starts getting to the top, the one at the bottom reaches up and pulls that one down and it becomes a, a cycle of that never ends so you study pulling somebody down that's climbing up and pulling somebody down and this is what we do now mm -hmm. you know the greatest gossipers is in that church that y'all talk about they they are so holy and down and so self-righteous so I, I in my personal opinion i just think that uh, as much as we do need all of the economical uh, uh foundational stands we really need to establish ourselves as who we were designed to be, and we were never we were never given uh, first day for worship. Mm -hmm. We we were never taken out of the. We, we, when those commandments were given, they were given to the black race of people. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to say that Israel is a black nation, mm -hmm. you know, the biblical nation, you know, uh, and and. Uh, 
all are definitely able to be grafted in. But to be grafted in doesn't mean that you come in changing anything. Mm -hmm. You come in as being grafted in as to what it is. So you don't come into the Sabbath trying to change it. And that's what they did. They changed it from uh, its original Sabbath to Sunday worship. And we've been off course ever since. And it is so hard to get us back on course because pastors even know that Saturday is the Sabbath. But either they say, I've been this way all my life so long that ain't no need to be changing now. Yeah. But, you know, anyway. It was, yesterday's word was, it was eye-opening to, to a lot of um, different um, subjects and to people that may not have never even heard about it, that may tune in. It was powerful. The anointing was on it, and you went from scripture to scripture. So you was the messenger, as you are. However, you just, as you do, you went from, and, and you slow walked it to the point, read this. No one read, you didn't read it. No. You had other people read it. No. So you read, they read it, and you 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 broke it down. They read it, you broke it down. You And it was just so good. And I just, I encourage anybody that may be just listening right now to go to Greater New Jerusalem mm -hmm. page on uh, um, February 19th mm -hmm. and look at the, the 12 o'clock service because it was, and it's something that we need to keep looking at. You know, it was, it was, it was something mm -hmm. yesterday. It really, really was. Mm -hmm. I have enjoyed myself with you all, and uh, I tell you, it is a blessing, amen, to be with uh, you, Elder Scott, and Always. you, Elder Candace Mears, amen, and I enjoy coming together. We talk about so many things, and uh, we, we're only here to really enlighten you and with a divine word that will not only enlighten you by way of knowledge of what's going on in our political arena, but to enlighten you in your consciousness of what's going on in our spiritual arena. Because once we get our spiritual arena set, then we will be able to decree a thing and it'll come to pass. We're so grateful to be with you, 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 mm -hmm. and even you. And remember again, please hit that subscribe button in mm -hmm. there. We want you to ring the bell, give us your comments, and if yes. you have any subjects or topics you would like for us to really talk about, Put them in the comments. Remember now, we're not guaranteed that we're going to talk about those, but we will take them into consideration. Mm -hmm. So we love all of you and we thank all of you and we bless all of you. And remember at all times, you are somebody. We're praying for you and all that you're going through and we're keeping one another lifted. But most of all, we want to unite in the oneness of his word. Mm -hmm. We love you, be blessed, be safe. Out there, remember social distance, wear your mask, and remember keep your eyes looking up for he is able to do anything but fail. Mm -hmm. We love you and be blessed from the table of divine mm -hmm. enlightenment. Yes, sir. Hey, we had to come back because we are excited because not only have we been here with you, you have been here with us, and we do appreciate you all. This is our 10th episode. Wonderful, wonderful. The great 10. We have much more in store for you coming up. And we just wanted to take this time out to thank all of you yes. for being with us up to this point. 
Thank you for your subscription. Thank you for ringing the bell. Thank you for watching us. And thank you for your comments. We ask that you will continue to build this platform that we may be able to reach you with even greater and more informative information in the word of the Father as well as in our world. We love you. We bless you. And be safe.